0: And welcome back to the Vegetarian Zen Podcast. A peaceful place for vegetarians, vegans, and the Veg Curious to share tips, for living a more compassionate plant-based lifestyle. I am one of your hosts, Vicki. And this is Larissa. Well, vegan and vegetarian food can sometimes get a very bad rap as consisting of nothing more than bland food. And I know, honestly, if I'm being honest here, I know that before I became vegetarian, I believed this stereotype just because I didn't know any better. And I think you thought so too. I did too. In this episode of the Vegetarian Zen podcast, we are putting that stereotype to rest, hopefully. <laughs> we'll be sharing 10 of our favorite go-to seasonings. And we're also going to be sharing some of our the our seasoning recommendations from our closed Facebook group, the peas and carrots. What up guys? If you're not a member of this group, head out to facebook.com forward slash groups, forward slash vegetarian Zen. And you will see uh, a request to answer some questions. So make sure you answer those questions because before you can get in there, we need to make sure we're not getting any spammers, bots, whatever. There's a lot of that going on right now. So you want to be sure that with people home and stuff and on social media, an election year, all that stuff, it's just ripe <laughs> yeah, for the that. spammers. So, please make sure you answer the questions. And our lovely, lovely assistant, Danielle, will more than likely let you in when she reviews the, uh, your que- your answers to your questions. Again, that's uh, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash vegetarian zen. Okay, so normally we would do a new iTunes rating here, but we haven't had one in a while, and it's kind of crazy. I don't know if it's because we just haven't said anything about ratings because we haven't had ratings, so it's like this perpetual loop.
1: Yeah, it's been it's been months,
0: though. <laughs> yeah, it really has. So if you haven't yet. left us a rating, we would greatly appreciate it because that helps people find us in iTunes. Just head out to iTunes and just, just in the search bar, just put Vegetarian Zen, and you should be able to find us from there.
1: All right, and before we get into our main topic, this episode of the Vegetarian Zen Podcast is being brought to you by... Buddha Bowls the Vegetarian Zen
0: Way. Trying to create healthy meals for your family can be an exercise in frustration we know firsthand. Meal planning takes time and it can be challenging to find well-balanced meals that are quick, easy, and can be adapted to satisfy various nutritional needs. For example, gluten-free, vegan, vegetarian, omnivore, all of that. Even more frustrating is having to throw away spoiled produce that you had every intention of cooking but never found the time, or should I say the quote, right recipe to use it in money down the drain. Despite producing our own vegetarian podcast for since 2013, Larissa and I found ourselves here until we discovered Buddha bowls. What the heck is a Buddha bowl? Buddha bowls, sometimes called power bowls, nourish bowls, hippie bowls, sunshine bowls, macro bowls, are essentially bowls filled with vibrant, healthy food. You've seen these on Instagram. While they are typically plant-based and dairy-free, I have seen some variations that include fish or meat, which can work well for households that have both plant-based eaters and omnivores. So this is a big reason why we love Buddha bowls. They're quick and easy to make. They make meal planning and meal prep easy and fun. And they're great for blended households. In this book, you will learn what bootables are and why they are the perfect meal, how to create your own awesome combinations based on your needs and specific tastes, and some of our own favorite ingredient combinations or recipes, plus ideas for sauces and dressings. For more information and to purchase the book, head out to vegetarianzen.com forward slash bootable book, and you will see... An option to purchase the book at the reasonable price of $4.99. Again, that's vegetarianzen.com forward slash bootable book. And all proceeds go right back into supporting the show. Okay, are we ready to get into the main topic? Let's do it. All right. This is now, you know, we talked about it in the introduction here that vegetarian and vegan food really does get a bad rap. Well, I I mean, okay,
1: so let's let's just stop and picture picture it. You know, like, uh, Sophia <laughs> Picture says it, Golden San Antonio, Girls. Texas, <laughs> uh, nineteen no, 2013. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, but that's the year we I became gonna, vegetarian. That's yeah. why I picked that year. <laughs> <laughs> what I was going to say is, um, think of, I think what a lot of people think of is a block of tofu. Plain. And if you think, yeah, if you think about that, I mean, come on, it looks absolutely appalling, but it is (laughs) until you do something with it
0: by itself. Yes, it certainly is. But yeah, we'll, we'll definitely get into some of that. So I think
1: that's where kind of maybe mm -hmm. some of that, um, those ideas come from or in vegetables too. You
0: Mm -hmm. think about raw vegetables, Mm -hmm. but you don't think about it.
1: Steam it. it, And it's just a steamed, you know, wilted, you know, slimy thing or something, but that's not the case at all. Well, I guess if you're a really horrible cook and you don't know how to cook vegetables then maybe, but yeah, yeah. Which was us in 2013.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but luckily, we've learned some things along the way. And now we're going to share those with you. And this is why we decided we decided to put together this really simple guide to help you add some spice to your dishes and hopefully to your life.
1: Because <laughs> we all <laughs> need that right now. That's right.
0: Uh, so that you can uh, not only make your meals the best that they can be, but also so you can help dispel some of those uninformed stereotypes. That's right. Don't stereotype your veggies. Okay. I did put these in a little bit of an order when I put together the outline because I just kind of in what I think we commonly use.
1: Mm, Okay. And and what is this mystical order?
0: (laughs) (laughs) But it certainly isn't. I wouldn't say like the first one we're going to talk about is our number one. I'm just saying it. I think it's a good one. Well, let's talk about it. And none are more
1: than none are better than the others or anything like that. It's just different. Don't email us and say my yours is better. (laughs) (laughs) Mine's better. All right. So number one, and this. This has nothing to do with what's in the name, but uh, steak seasoning or poultry seasoning, and don't like don't turn us off because we're not <laughs> we're not talking about actually putting this on steak and poultry, um, but steak and poultry seasonings are very flavorful and usually 100% vegan. Uh, Now check the, and gluten-free, but always check your labels if you're buying something store-bought. You also want to make sure that there are not a lot of additives like MSG, which some of these things can have to kind of like, you know, punch up the flavor even more, which Mm -hmm. they don't really need. Um, But, you know, the reason that these are actually called steak And poultry seasonings are because they're commonly used to flavor steak and poultry.
0: Yeah, so you can make your own very easily. And that that way you can make sure that there aren't anything added, anything added. And the other cool thing about making your own seasonings yourself is you can adjust amounts Mm -hmm. of certain seasonings. To your taste. Or you can liking.
1: leave certain ones out because mm-hmm. I know you hate time. I put time, I can put like the smallest amount of time in in a big pot of something and she's like, what's in this? Is it time? <laughs> I could smell it from upstairs. <laughs> <I know. laughs> and rosemary. You're not a fan of rosemary. N- not a fan, but it's just n- not too
0: much. I mean, I don't hate it. It's just not, yeah. too, it's not like time for Ty- me. Yeah. And you guys you know hate. me that if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, just on one hand are things that I, the number of things that mm-hmm. I don't like but uh yeah this one thyme is not for me but again if you make your own you can adjust the level of that even to leave it out so like poultry for example you'll find sage thyme rosemary pepper nutmeg cloves marjoram that's pretty much what you'll find mm-hmm. in most of the commercial brands anyways and then steak tends to have more of the garlic onion salt right red pepper but of course now there's so many varieties of everything it's it's crazy.
1: <laughs> That's right. So, uh, all right. So what are these, what what vegetarian and vegan things can you use steak and poultry seasoning for?
0: Okay. I, I forgot to add to at the very beginning when we started this list is that for every one of this, this is why you guys got to go out to the show notes to so check out vegetarianzen.com forward slash 361. We're going to have recipes For each of these Uh, spices. That you can use these with. That you can use, yes. Ah, Or,
1: and or, for making your own versions Mm -hmm. of these. That's right. So, uh,
0: what you can use these seasonings for, these particular poultry and the steak seasonings, they're really good in dishes that typically call for meat, because it kind of has that flavor without Mm. the meat. And I don't mean meat flavor, I mean what you would... Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. You know what I mean. And I think everybody else probably does too. Yeah. Okay. So a good example would be the recipe we're including for this is a vegan chicken noodle soup from Simple Vegan. Mm
1: -hmm. And it uses
0: poultry seasoning. That's right. But no poultry. That's
1: absolutely right. So, you know, I was thinking about it. You know how most vegan chicken like... Uh, substitutes are like C-H-I-C-K apostrophe N mm-hmm. or, or C-H-I-K apostrophe N. Do you mean chicken? Yeah. Well, wouldn't it be ficken? Fake chicken? Ficken? Ficken? Ficken. Ficken? Ficken. I F- F-I-C-K-E-N. Ficken. Oh, ficken. I thought you were saying thicken. No, ficken. ficken. Fake chicken. No. I, I think I'm going to call it that from now on. Okay. Ficken? I'd like some ficken fingers, please. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I but I digress, right. so... <laughs>
0: Number two. Now this is definitely was put in order, and maybe it could have been number one for us. But I'm surprised you didn't put this as number one. <laughs> Taco seasoning. Which this is one of my use favorite all ones. All the
1: time. Yes,
0: and we have our own recipe out on our website. If you head out to vegetarianzen.com on the along the tab you will see recipes. Mm-hmm. The top tab, bar, whatever. And the ingredients in ours, and these are pretty typical too, mm-hmm. are chili powder garlic powder, onion powder, dried oregano, paprika, cumin,
1: sea salt, and fresh cracked black pepper. That's right. And I make this stuff and I make a lot of it. And so the ingredients and the quantities, I mean, are pretty simple, too. So you can, they're in, you know, tablespoons and, and teaspoons. So you can easily make a lot of this and you know store it in your pantry uh what i do is i make enough to fit in a i have a um i've repurposed a chili powder um uh jar shaker yeah yeah like you like yeah like chili powder comes in and it's nice because it still has the the shaker top you know and then i just very fancily um put a piece of masking tape over (laughs) the label and wrote taco seasoning (laughs) and I've been using that thing forever I just keep refilling it when I get low I just make some more and then you know hey that's cool though that's keeping that out
0: of a landfill right absolutely all right so what can we use this with well you can use it with tacos that's for sure yeah (laughs) Uh, Larissa doesn't dig these as much and quite honestly I don't eat these Uh, that often either and that is the Gardein beefless grounds I like them but I just don't I'm not down with the faux meats as much I mean I just it's just the processed stuff that I'm trying to not have I certainly don't have it every week even Mm -hmm. I would say maybe once a month or something if I have it at that I've had have some beyond meat burgers in there that I haven't I haven't gotten to yet. Yeah. <laughs> or in We've a got while. a variety yeah. of We've stuff. We've got that... a variety, but we don't have that much of those. No.
1: But, you know, one thing I, I do use this for is when I make uh, vegetable enchiladas and I, I saute like mushrooms and zucchini and spinach, and then I'll season those with it. Um, so you can do that. You can use it to add it to like Spanish rice or even to beans. Mm-hmm. If you have just like regular old canned beans or Or refried beans, you can add it to that and mix it all up. Popcorn? Yeah. Yeah. You can Uh, add it to a lot
0: of cool stuff. That's true. Okay. Number three, liquid smoke. So it's time for a little story here. I just learned this myself, by the Uh way. I didn't know how this was created. So apparently back in the 19th century, a guy named Ernest Wright happened to notice that some black liquid dripping from his stove. When Which I then, would
1: automatically assume is like like deadly mold or something, but okay, that's what I was saying when I was reading
0: <laughs> that. I was like, really? So and you he see just black thought, liquid yum. dripping out of
1: your stove, and you think I'm going to collect that and eat it. <laughs> well, he was into chemistry
0: too. Eventually, he like became a chemist. Chemist stuff. Well, he figured out that this black liquid was the result of smoke coming from in contact with cold air. Huh. And after some experimentation, he was able to condense the hot smoke flavored liquid, and voila smoky liquid <laughs> liquid smoke <laughs> was created so now how can you use this well,
1: i and quite honestly i don't care for it myself
0: i like it and i'll tell you why because before i became a vegetarian i was totally into grilling
1: yeah and i mean i, I like the the grill that that flavor but i just don't think that liquid smoke delivers that i think it's it tastes fakey. yeah i, I will yeah. give you that it's not as le-
0: it's not as good as the legit right but it does help to add some of that flavor to again certain dishes that orig- would have would would have typically called for grilled or smoked meat right 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 so in that spirit we have attached a uh link to a recipe from Brand New Vegan for Texas-style vegan barbecue recipe. And it's made with mushrooms because we've tried the ones with... I have tried jack, jackfruit, uh, uh, really I, I, jackfruit. I do. I like it just depending. A lot rides on them. To me, that's kind of hard to make with the jackfruit. Yeah. But I've had some good ones and I've had some bad ones. That's why I said it's it is kind of tricky. This one is made with mushrooms mm-hmm. in place of meat, which as... Folks know, or folks who have been vegetarian or vegan know uh, for a while, probably know that mushrooms fit in nicely as a substitute for
1: meat. Well, they have that that really like hearty kind of meaty texture almost without like having a meat texture. It's, yes, it's, it's very dense and chewy, and uh, especially if you use like the big portobello's. Um, I make fajitas with those. And I haven't done that in a while. I need to do that again. Yes, and the only. Only small little detail, and I'm probably being a little too picky, a little too
0: hard on Brand New Vegan with this, but it's Texas-style <laughs> vegan barbecue, and there was say. some mustard slaw uh, huh. that was on <laughs> That's that a Carolina that they have in barbecue, that recipe, too. So. That is, yes, that is Midwestern-type, uh, and it's mid- It's like when I went to um, just go on business to Kansas City, yeah. right? The first time they had a when I was still eating meat, it was Long a while time back. Yeah, ago. well, they still always catered it. I just they yeah. just luck luckily found got vegetarian stuff too. But um, they had barbecue always catered uh, at these meetings, and I saw this mustard slaw and I was like, "What is mm-hmm. that?" And they're like, "No, oh, that's the way they eat barbecue here in." Missouri. So, yeah,
1: that's it's a, it's a Carolina thing too. I used to live in South Carolina and the, the the barbecue sauce instead of being like tomato based is mustard based and I didn't dig it. It's like when I went to uh, up to Ohio and they have the whole chili on top of spaghetti thing. And they've got like whole like fast food places for this. I'm like, oh, God, that is so <laughs> awful. So Well, anyway, I'm sure
0: it's good. I'm just saying, though, my only thing was with the Texas style because I was like, yeah. mm, that's not really Texas style, but <laughs> so, still very good.
1: All right. So number four, black salt. Yes.
0: Mm. No, you would not say I would mm not. This. I would not <laughs> I like that. this at all. I would say mm, to this now, black salt it uh, also goes by Kala Namak. Is that how you pronounce I that? I assume. think. So this is a type of rock salt that has a very sulfuric taste and smell. Wah. Okay, yeah. And, and most people might say that like that. But the reason I put this on the list is because it is something that you can add when you're going trying to go vegan, have mm. less eggs. So it has that eggy kind of the, taste. You know, it has smell. that hard-boiled eggy taste. Which Larissa hates. And, and which I love. And, and pl- she loves me so much that she makes eggs for me. Yeah. <laughs> so because she hates hard. boiled eggs.
1: And then the, like yeah. the whole refrigerator smells. Although you know what? Here's something funny. I had a dream the other night that I was eating hard boiled eggs. Hmm. Yeah. I don't Did remember. Did you like it or I, were you I, like- I I don't think I mean I wasn't throwing them at people, but I was eating them and not enjoying them, I think. Mm. Which is totally like <laughs> not me. I mean I wouldn't let it near me if I didn't like it, but. <laughs> anyway. Okay, so what can I use this with? Like we said,
0: it has an eggy, sulfuric flavor. So we are adding a recipe for vegan, gluten-free chilaquilas, which I love uh, vegan, or I love chilaquilas. I, I don't know that I've had vegan chilaquilas, but this recipe is from One Green Planet, and we will have it.
1: So for those who don't know... What are chilaquiles? Uh, it's pretty much egg with tortilla, <laughs> with, with corn like, tortilla, with mm-hmm. yeah, with crispy crispy tortilla. corn tortilla. Yeah, not like egg in a tortilla, but like crispy. Oh yeah, strips yeah. Of tortilla. No,
0: it's like mixed all yeah. up together. It's like a scramble with corn tortilla. In it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Big, big down here in the Southwest.
1: Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna give you this one too because I don't like this one either. Surprise, Number five
0: surprise. is the nooch, <laughs> nutritional yeast. I love nutritional yeast, and I, I had to throw some out the other day because I, it, it was a big, it's a big container that I got, and Larissa doesn't eat it. And it got I pushed to it. the
1: back of the thing.
0: Well, when I was doing this outline, I totally forgot how good it is for you, too. So nutritional yeast, a.k.a. the nooch, <laughs> is, is used uh, often as an alternative to cheese. But unlike cheese, it doesn't have a lot of fat, which is awesome. And not only that, it also contains a good amount of protein, B vitamins, and fiber, which I completely forgot about it. I know when we we did a podcast like way back when, the, uh, where we talked about nooch in, in the past, and I remember that as I was putting this together. I thought I need to get me some more nooch. All right. Okay. So, what can we use it with? What
1: can't you? <laughs> That's true. Uh huh. That
0: is the question, my dear. <laughs>
1: So, enlighten us. Oh, okay. Well, uh, I was looking for for some
0: popcorn the other day. I'm not a big popcorn fan, but popcorn. Air, we have the, we do the air pop popcorn, and uh, sometimes when I'm hungry at night, you know, I don't want to have something too heavy, so I'll just have some popcorn, and it's really, really a good thing to add to that. It's also if you're looking to just cut down on dairy overall, it is a great way to help wean yourself off of cheese. Mm-hmm. So we are going to... You can, you can put it on mashed potatoes. That's, that's something else people add it to. But we are going to add a recipe from Cookin Kate, which is one of our favorite go-to mm-hmm. recipe sites, uh,
1: where she has a recipe for vegan mac and cheese. Awesome. This episode of the Vegetarian Zen Podcast is being brought to you by Cheery Bird Vintage, our online vintage store. Have you ever caught yourself saying they just don't make them like that anymore. I have. We have, both of us. Uh, And this is why we decided to open our online shop filled with many of the clothes, shoes, games, toys, housewares that we grew up with that our grandparents used, our parents used, and so on and so on and so on. Uh, Vintage items are not only fun and unique, but reusing them helps free up space and landfills so it's also good for the planet and it's fun. So whether you're looking for something vintage chic to wear or something fun and decorative for your home, or maybe some old toys to play with, or give them to your kids, but you actually play with them. uh, Check out our shop at cheerybirdvintage.com. And now back to the show. All right, so number six is turmeric. And I this is one of those things that I mean, I'm okay because you don't, like, eat it by the spoonful or anything, you know. So, I mean, I can put it in something, and like a smoothie or a juice or something and and be okay. You know, it's fine. But uh, it has a lot of health benefits, just like nutritional yeast. And it also is very, very flavorful. So, it's a good... Turmeric is a good source of potassium, manganese. I like saying manganese. Manganese. Sounds like orangutan. The password for today
0: is manganese. Manganese.
1: All right. (laughs) Potassium. Can you tell we've been in the house for a very, (laughs) very, 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 very long time? (laughs) All right. We're getting stupid silly. Okay. So back to termite. Potassium manganese, phosphorus and uh, several other minerals that can really help with the treatment of inflammation and uh, rheumatoid arthritis which is why you see like supplements on TV touted as you know having turmeric in them for help with joint problems and, yes. and things like that so uh, as far as what you can use it with so it's related to ginger and i love ginger and so it really makes a great addition to Indian foods, Asian foods, and uh, Vicky found a recipe over on Vegan Risha, which is another really good uh, food blog, vegan food blog, for turmeric miso ginger and tofu soup. Yes. Which we will include in the show notes. That's right. And you know, I also
0: in fact this morning I did too. I usually add a tablespoon of turmeric to my morning smoothie.
1: That's right, and wipe it off the counter right away was... because it will stain. Oops. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I was gonna add that. You really want to be careful with that because it is not yeah. pleasant to get off of your countertops <laughs> yeah. or your your hands. Eh, whatever, yeah, it'll whatever. come off eventually. But yeah, <laughs> with the countertops it's we have light counter yeah okay number seven chili powder i think this is a very it's a very common but very underutilized spice in my opinion and it's typically a combination of paprika oregano onion powder cayenne pepper cumin and garlic powder and this is another one that's a great one to make at home because you don't like spicy stuff so Mm -hmm. you could create you could create one that has maybe just a
1: pinch of cayenne pepper yeah, or just without the cayenne pepper, and then it would just be some red powder. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, actually, I, I like you do. chili powder. Yeah,
0: you you do put it a little bit in there. Uh, I do. I do. Yeah. I would just, if it was just for me, though, I would be like, you know, it'd be forget like all the rest of the stuff and just the cayenne, cayenne
1: pepper. <laughs> <laughs> See how we balance it? Yes, each other? exactly. All right, so chili powder has so many uses. And of course, the most obvious one is in chili which yes. I haven't made in a long time. You don't like my chili. You say it's too tomatoey. Uh
0: no, I, I don't hate it. No, I just you don't it's really care little, for it. Though. Yeah, it's, it's not my favorite. It's Too tomatoey. Yeah, it's yeah. a little tomatoey. Okay, what can I use? So rather than include the obvious chili recipe, I found a recipe, and this sounds so good. I know. On. This was my favorite one. I kept looking at it when I was <laughs> looking at all the recipes, was uh, a recipe from Minimalist Baker, which happens to be one of our favorite websites for recipes for baked chili cheese Fritos.
1: Yes. And it's so funny. When I was reviewing this outline after you did it, I always look over, you know, the outline just in case I have any questions uh-huh. after Vicki makes them. Um, and she does such an amazing job.
0: Oh, thank you. Um mm.
1: Well, it's true. Um, And uh, when I saw this first, I I actually clicked on the link in the outline because I thought you missed a word. Because I thought it was going to say it was supposed to be baked chili cheese Frito pie. And then when I got over there and there's this like big bowl of like Fritos with the... Chi- I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> so, yeah, we're definitely going to have to try this.
0: Yes, and it's from minim- Minimalist Bakers. Because so, I you love know. chili
1: cheese Fritos.
0: Yeah, they're not going to be... Full, you know, like you go buy a bag of Fritos, and they're going to have a lot of additives and uh-huh. stuff. So, and plus, I don't think those are vegan or vegetarian. I think I don't know I about think the, the chili store cheese but, yeah. regular Fritos. Are, regular but. Fritos, yes, but I think some of their flavors are not. Mm-hmm. So this will ensure that that is.
1: Yeah. Yep. All right, and you—they're great for, you know, just as a side um with a sandwich or soup or um, yeah or as. You could u- you could even use these as the tortillas in tortilla soup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right?
0: To, to, yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: Instead of just regular tortilla like crispy strips, you could use those. Yeah. That would be really good. Yep. All right, number
0: eight, liquid aminos. Now liquid aminos are very similar to soy sauce, but without all of the salt. Mm-hmm. And they're made from fermented toy, be- uh, toy beans. Toy beans? <laughs> Soybeans. Soy beans, toy but be- they Didn't we talk about uh, amino acids when we did the episode on fermented foods? Yeah, I think, I we, think did. we did. All right. Uh, but they're healthier because they don't contain unhealthy chemical preservatives like sodium benzoate. I think that's the way you pronounce yeah, it. My so. dad is highly allergic to that. He's been to the hospital several times because of that. And he has to carry around one of those Epi pins Mm -hmm. and found
1: out the hard way and you know he didn't Mm -hmm. used to be no he found out um because a lot of like the sodas Mm -hmm. in like um restaurants where they felt like the soda fountain things a lot of those have um that as a preservative right and it like doesn't it make his his throat close up oh yeah like serious
0: he's in the hospital when that happened if that happens to him
1: yeah okay so what can i use this with so liquid aminos have that umami flavor that um is that a
0: fun word to say
1: i know umami umami. oh wait a minute wait a minute manganese umami (laughs) umami manganese (laughs) i like it i'm gonna just go around i'm gonna make a list of words that are just so fun to say and i'm just gonna Um. say them all in a row This is what we've come to people. This is it. (laughs) This is being in the house for months. (laughs) But uh, anyway, they have uh, liquid aminos do have that umami flavor, that kind of savory uh, flavor. So they can serve as a substitute in any recipe that calls for soy sauce. So like stir fries, fried rice, uh, anything like that. And speaking of fried rice... The recipe that you found for this one is easy vegan fried rice from a site that I haven't heard of um called Mindful Avocado. I love that name. That's another, that's another word. Avocado. <laughs> avocado. And you hate avocados. Manganese. It's fun to say, though. Mommy avocado. avocado. I like All it. right. Number nine. Okay, this is mine. Yes, mine. you take this. Nutmeg. And so... Okay, here's my nutmeg story. When I And Vicky knows this. Um, when I was seven, my parents um, put me in an art class. And on Saturday mornings, it was Mrs. Pastula, and it was in her basement. She was a fantastic artist, but I was the only kid. It was like all like um, college students and older people, you know. And so they were doing these fantastic like, paintings and everything and it was basically just I don't know busy work for me to get me out of my parents hair or something but she was so awesome and so I did these like little like paint like color in the she would draw the thing and then I would paint it with oils and stuff but her basement always smelled like
0: nutmeg isn't it funny how smells tie us to places like yeah. you smell something and all of a sudden you're yeah.
1: there right? yeah and so anytime i use nutmeg that's the first thing i do before i use it i unscrew the lid and i <laughs>
0: oh, take a big whiff and i'm seven like, she comes down and there's like nutmeg all over her nose i know right <laughs>
1: It's like I'm beginning to think I have a problem, uh, but no. So that's my nutmeg story. Well, but it's very
0: comforting. It's yes. a very warm. So it has like a very. Uh, how would you describe it?
1: it, it well, it's well. It's just.
0: It's, it's warm. Very, it's very cozy. Yeah. If yeah. if uh, if a spice had a an emotion, it'd be like coziness. Or is that emotion? Be, it's not emotion. It'd it's be, like, it'd like be, a feel. Like a, a, feel. Like a, that's a hug.
1: Yeah. It's like nutmeg and cloves are like a hug. Oh, yeah. It Aww. is.
0: Which is why I like putting it in my morning coffee. I put like a little pinch of each of, or, or of, actually, of cinnamon, cinnamon and, and nutmeg. nutmeg. Yeah, yeah not right. close.
1: So, um, but also, besides having a warm and soothing taste and smell, it's also a great um, thing to help relieve indigestion, improve blood circulation, and to help your body detox.
0: Definitely all right, so
1: if you're looking for a great way to start your
0: day with a pinch of nutmeg besides putting it in your coffee, we are going to attach a
1: recipe for vegan French toast from love and lemons That's right and also um, um muffins I have a, re- a like a just a oh. plain muffin recipe, but then on the top it's like nutmeg and a little bit of sugar and oh my gosh, it's so good. you have that recipe? Uh, I've got it somewhere. Well, you
0: told them now. We got to put did. it there.
1: <laughs> you know where I got. You know where I got the recipe. It was in the San Antonio Light newspaper oh, years that's ago. I was going to
0: say, when did that go out of circulation? Yeah, like the eighties. Years
1: 80s. ago, and I clipped it then, and I still have it. Eighties so or nineties? I think it went it. out of. Yeah,
0: out of, it was really good business. Yeah. All right, number ten. Vegetable broth or bouillon? Bouillon. That's another word. Bouillon. Now, when I took the Forks Over Knives cooking course offered by Ruby a few years ago, there was a segment of the course that taught us how to saute without using oil. And when I saw that in the syllabus, I gotta admit, I was like, no way. I'm an oil gal. <laughs> How does that work? <laughs> well, much to my surprise. Vicky
1: does oil. Yeah. All that that implies. Yeah. And if it, you know that movie, um, uh, hit us up on Facebook and tell us and we'll give you like. <laughs> I don't know some
0: bonus points well but the that. oh yeah that's right it was yeah that's exactly the quote yeah yep. I thought it was manipulated there but no nope. that's the quote. just ch- uh.
1: just change your name
0: all right uh much to my surprise I was not only it was not only possible to cook without oil but the food tastes a lot better because mm-hmm. it, it, uh, it doesn't have all that greasy kind of flavor. Yeah. And, and not to mention, of course, the fat that comes with that. So one method we learned for doing that was using, one was water. with mm-hmm. it, That works. But <laughs> vegetable broth or bouillon works awesome as well. Because, mm-hmm. Or vegetable broth works really well for sautéing. I didn't think it was possible. But yes, it is. And it tastes better. All
1: right, <laughs> well it's <so. laughs> just like when you make quinoa and instead of using water, you use vegetable stock or mm-hmm. vegetable broth. It has it gives it that extra flavor. Now, how can I use
0: this? You can use this like I first, like I just said, kind of sautéing stuff. And it really is. It, you just like want to make sure you heat up the pan first and then put the vegetable broth in there so it doesn't burn. You don't want to put the vegetable broth and then heat up the pan. You want to just put it in there. Right. And then you just quickly start to stir your vegetables in there and... They get caramelized. Mm -hmm. That's the part I didn't really believe. I was like, how is it going to get caramelized? Like Mm -hmm. the way oil does that. But it does do that. Yeah. Uh, So you can obviously do it that way. But you can also add it to recipes for flavor like uh, borracho beans, quinoa, stews, rice dishes. Mm -hmm. I mean, just a lot of different things. We're going to include a video from Sweet Potato Soul where she shows you how to make two types of veggie broth. I went out and I was watching several videos on how to make, there's a lot of videos out on YouTube about making Mm -hmm. veggie broth, but I chose this one to attach because she had two. The first one was a mushroom seaweed broth, which of course I know you're not going to dig, but it looked really good. And she talked about how she drank this like tea when she was pregnant because it had a lot of like Mm -hmm. nutrients in it. Mm -hmm. And then the second one is more of a standard traditional Mm -hmm. veggie broth. Well, and
1: I used to do that.
0: Yeah, and what's great about this, and you know this from when we did this, is that you're saving some money because mm-hmm. you're not buying store bought. And, and first of all, store bought can have like a lot of added sodium yeah. and things like that. Right. It's expensive, more expensive. And this is a way you can use your leftover like ends like of ends, onions and, yeah. and carrots and all sorts of celery, stuff like yeah, that. All yeah,
1: yeah. I used to do that all the time and then just freeze it. Um, I would freeze it in either. Like one cup portions, or even like in ice cube trays, and then just, you know, for
0: pot. And it's them so easy. Stuff. I mean, yeah. once you already, if you have all that stuff in there, I remember you used to collect it mm-hmm. in the freezer and then you just throw it in the pot. You weren't mm-hmm. even like I the,
1: uh, chopping anything pressure croaker, else in there. I think. Mm-hmm.
0: All right. So there you have it. Those are our top 10 vegan and vegetarian seasonings. It's really vegan. There wasn't really any veg- but but I mean, mm-hmm. for vegetarian dishes right. is what it is. And we asked our peas and carrots. For their opinion on some other seasonings and toppings that they like. So these aren't all, all necessarily seasonings per se, mm-hmm. but they're good toppings. So here are so a few they bonus. listed. Bonus. Bonus. Guacamole. That's a good one. Guacamole? Don't. Uh, why would you say <laughs> that? You know I hate
1: that. <laughs> You don't pronounce the G. You know what? And I was I'm on a mission mean. to make sure that G is always silent. That was mean of me because you didn't even use that phrase that I hate so much that you yeah. said you were going to use all the time in this episode and you didn't.
0: Oh, I know.
1: So you're going to use it now. Aren't now
0: you? I'm going to use it. Larissa does not care for for flavor bombs. Ah! <laughs>
1: No, bombs. So you know, no bombs. No knowledge bombs. No bombs, flavor bombs. No bombs of any kind. Well,
0: I think it's just that it's been overused, right? Yeah. It was overused a lot, oh, so and I didn't
1: like it when it even when it was <laughs> first being used. Okay, another
0: topping: maple syrup. Yeah, that one also I think gets underutilized. I know I am, and I, you know it's yeah, it's sugar, but I mean it's no. a nice added flavoring. Yeah, too, and it's not you like don't like use for, it in excess.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say for most things it's just like. To add that little bit of flavor. It's not like you're using a, a quarter cup or a cup mm-hmm. or anything like that. It's just a little bit. And the next one I love. You're not so fond of.
0: Oh, yeah. I just don't like a lot of it. You know that, because you will add it to stir fry, and that's sesame oil. Mm-hmm. I'm just not, again, it's something about the smell that's just very strong. And see, that's to me. what I just, go
1: for. That that's one yeah. of those like nutmeg and vanilla. Like every time I open the container, the first thing I do.
0: Uh, take a hit off of sesame oil and nutmeg and
1: (laughs) all right tahini is another one tahini is sesame paste uh it's ground you know sesame seeds and uh that form a paste from the oil and the seeds Mm -hmm. when you grind them and that is used uh in hummus and and you can use it for other things i don't know (laughs) all
0: right Uh, And this one, it sounds like a good one. I have not tried this. And we'll give somebody a shout out here. Kim Buzetti from our uh, closed Facebook group, Peas and Carrots. What up? She uh, said, Green Dragon Hot Sauce from Trader Joe's. I have not tried that. I don't think I've seen that one there. We haven't been to Trader Joe's in a while. I was
1: going to say, we won't be uh, seeing it for a while, but... uh, one of these years when we can
0: go back out in public. Yeah, she said this is the best sauce for burritos, taco bowls, anything Mexican. Addicted. All right, the next one is from Trisha Charles. She said we could skip her, oh, okay. her uh, hyphenated name because <laughs> we always mis- mispronounce it. Okay, Trisha said. Chili garlic sauce from Hui Fong. Hui Fong. Is that the way you pronounce it? Now, it's funny because she, I have tried this. I just recently found this. I was a big mm. sriracha fan, uh, uh, fan, and I, I still, still am. am. But this stuff is really good. And she said, I recently found this, and I think it's so much better than sriracha sauce. Huh. Great flavor and huge kick. Great on wraps and stir fries. Yeah, so she, we'll have a link to that, too, in yeah. the show notes. It's very good.
1: Yep. All right. So Sherry Lewis likes smoked paprika, Bragg's amino acids, which is like the liquid aminos that we talked about, uh, miso, and nutritional yeast. And then, last but not least, Becky Stacy
0: said, add a strip of kombu. Kombu? Kombu? kombu. That's uh, just for the folks who don't know, it's an edible kelp. It's a type of seaweed. Mm. And it's got kind of an a umami Flavor to it. So
1: Becky said you can add this to soup, stew, Mm -hmm. or or just broth when it's simmering. And she said, like you said, it adds a touch of umami flavor. And she said she
0: learned about it from Shalane Flanagan's cookbook, Run Fast, Cook Fast, Eat Slow. Uh Aha. Very cool. Now there were quite a few comments on there but if we were to share all the comments we'd be here for another 30
1: minutes so <laughs> <laughs> and it's almost if, nap time. So if you're not uh, I think I still have the saved it
0: as an announcement in our closed Facebook group so it should be at the top at least for until this episode runs we'll leave it up there so that folks can go see any other recommendations people had but like I said we will have links to everything in the show notes.
1: Yeah, you definitely don't want to miss this uh show note uh show notes post at uh, vegetariansand.com forward forward slash three six one uh, because there will be tons of links to recipes and the video that Vicki mentioned and uh, some other things as well. Lots of stuff. All right. And before we go, I want to wish my Wonderful, amazing wife. A very, 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 very happy birthday. Now, we're recording this three days before Vicky's birthday, but when it comes out, will be one day after Vicky's birthday. So um, f- current me says, I can't wait to uh, celebrate your birthday with a parade <laughs> on Saturday. And future me, who's current me for you guys, says... I hope you enjoyed your birthday. and Thank I Thank you. you. I love Thank you very you. much. Nobody else I'd rather be stuck in a house with yeah, me for either. months. If we haven't <laughs> killed each other yet, I think it's good. All right.
0: I think that does it for our episode this week. Until next time, peace out. Bye. Thanks for joining us today on Vegetarian Zen. We've created a free resource for you to show you five ways to sneak more fruits and veggies into your diet. You can download it right now by visiting vegetarianzen.com. Until next time, wishing you a happy body and a healthy mind.